Which 11 show? minutes to 6. Got me up that song, little jingle. Who listens to the radio? <laughs> the sports. Yeah. That's an obscure reference for you. Uh, don't forget from 6 o'clock, David Woody, Mac and Blight, Sports Day Say, not too far away. Yeah, let's go to our next guest. The Matildas were absolutely pumped. They were thumped 5-0 last night by the Netherlands. It was their heaviest defeat since 08. Their second time they've been crushed in this last week. I thought, what's going on? Germany got them 5-2 on the weekend to tell us more. Let's chat to world expert, one of our cobbers, Daniel Garb. Garby, welcome. Thank you, Rowie. Nice to be with you, mate. Oh, what's going on with our Golden Girls? Yeah, not much in the positive uh, scheme of things, that's for sure. I mean, they're in a, a world of pain right now heading into the Olympics. I mean, we're just over three months out. It's the infancy of new coach Tony Gustafsson's reign. But now, this is a, a big worry because they're one of our glamour teams going into Tokyo. And this is a, a golden generation, if you like, of Matilda's footballers who have thrilled us in recent times, yes. not only thrilled us, but been wonderful sporting ambassadors and inspirations to so many young females that are coming through over the last few years, but they haven't got anything to show for it yet in terms of silverware. We've got the Olympics coming up and then the Women's World Cup on home soil in 2023. Those two tournaments slide Australia by without winning something, and all of a sudden you say, all right, that's a big worry. That's mm. a big concern. They're going to have nothing to show for it. And right now, they look Miles off the pace come the Olympics. So having conceded 10 goals in their last two games, there's a lot of work for the new coach, Tony Gustafsson, to do. Either he's under pressure, Tony, or it was genius to play two of the three best teams in the world. Yeah, I don't think he's under pressure just... I mean, if he's under pressure to get the team playing well, obviously his job's not under pressure because, you know, he's just been given it. But yes. he's got to get the team shaped up quickly because, it's, you know, we're the seventh-ranked side in the world. We go to the Olympics with expectations of challenging for a medal. So he's got to get them going right. But yes, throwing them in the deep end straight away automatically says to them, all right, there's a lot of work to be done and you've got to listen to every single thing I say because mm. maybe you're not as good as you think you are. Yeah. And it just cools expectations a little bit from the public. So there is a silver lining there. And defensively, he's got to get them sorted. They're a mile away. doesn't mm. matter about all those other things. Right now at the back, the best teams in the world are picking them apart with ease. So you've got to sort that out. But yes, there may just be a little bit of method to the madness of playing two of the best teams before the Olympics, and now he's got them. Now they have to listen to everything he says because otherwise they're going to go to the Olympics and come back with absolutely nothing. Yeah, Carpenter and Steph Catley will help. We've still got Sam Kerr up front. The UEFA Champions League quarterfinals held this morning. Chelsea and PSG are through to the semis. Um, elementary, I reckon PSG will do it easy. Yeah, the, the, the favourites now, no doubt. I mean, that was a replay of last season's final, PSG and, and Bayern, and over the two legs, Paris Saint-Germain got through. So, look, they're a massive team, as we know, who have spent so much money. They win the French League just about every single year, um, but now they need to, to capitalise and win the big one, the Champions League, and they're in the box seat to do so, having knocked out Bayern. Chelsea are building nicely, but they beat the weakest team in the quarterfinals mm. in Porto. But uh, two massive semis tomorrow. Man City, you would think, would be too good for Borussia Dortmund, although Dortmund did uh, manage to score an away goal in uh, the first leg. And Liverpool against Real Madrid will be a beauty tomorrow morning because the Reds have two goals to overcome. They've done it so many times before at Anfield, produced something magical to get over the line. No crowd this time. Yes. Takes away some of that X factor, of course, and the team's not playing um, you know, very well. With it. They're missing a bit of that magic this season that you would think would give them some confidence going into a game like this, but they've got the away goal as well. They can still do it. So... It's set up tomorrow for uh, for a beautiful morning uh, football-wise. But, yeah, PSG certainly look 
the favourites for the Champions League at the moment. I'm going to watch that one, Liverpool, Real Madrid tomorrow. Uh, Man United, what, what what's the story there trying to buy Central Coast Mariners? Yeah, I, I'm not sure it's... Uh, it's going to happen. There's probably more chance of me lining up alongside your son for the Adelaide Troys than playing <laughs> oh, uh, Central Coast. I, I can't see it happening. Okay. They're, 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 they're shopping the club around to everyone, all in sundry, mm. Rowie, uh, over there in the UK, because uh, the owner, Mike Charlesworth, wants to get a new buyer for the club. He's got some connections at United, but look, I mm. can't see it happening, firstly. And secondly, they want to move the club reportedly, if they were interested, from the Central Coast to Sydney. That's not going to happen. You can't just pick up a club and relocate it and no. forget about the last 20 years or so. So, no, I can't see it happening, to be honest, but it's nice to have these big names linked to, to our clubs and um, and hopefully there is something there because they need a new owner. Just keep them in the Central Coast, please. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. Reds play tonight, 7.05 kickoff, MacArthur FC. Mm. Um, what do you like about that one? We should win this one, shouldn't we? The Reds, three points in the bank. Tight game, fourth against fifth. Um, the Reds just plateaued a little bit after that wonderful run they've been Correct. on. I like them here because they're at home. They've always got energy at Hindmarsh, don't they? They do. You turn on the TV or if you're at the ground, you watch it and you just feel good about watching Adelaide inside that stadium. They seem to have a little bit more energy about them. So I do think they'll win, but MacArthur are, are a very good side in their first season in the A-League. They are solid. Uh, they've got some experienced players. They'll fancy themselves to get something from this one. So a big challenge for Adelaide. If they can win, it's a really big boost. Mm building towards the finals because they'll say, all right, we're the real deal now. You know, we're a side that can really do something, uh, you know, come finals time. So a big one for them tonight. I think they'll be too good, but, geez, it's a tight game on paper. Yeah, Tommy Urich gets plenty of food in the box. He'll have too much class and they won't be able to mark him. Garby, that's my tip. <laughs> hey, as always, thanks for your time. No worries, mate. All the best. He's a ripper. Daniel Garb, world game expert, absolutely is our guest. And as we said, the Reds tonight, MacArthur FC, 7.05 kickoff. Tommy Urich is back. Goody's playing superbly. Um, they'll win it. Three mm. points. They need it. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. And then get up early tomorrow. Watch the other Reds. I'm going to. I'm going to. Liverpool can get the job done there. Noel Pettingill, best torpedo I've ever seen, said someone on the yes. text message. And someone else said King O'Taylor kicked a 90-metre bomb in the 80 grand final against Port. Biggest kick I've ever seen. Yeah. Now, I've seen that on YouTube. If you want to YouTube it, King O'Taylor, he was... He was backward of the wing on the outer side at Football Park with no breeze, and it went straight through post height over the fence. In actual fact, I think it was 115 metres. Then the ball split in two, the leather yeah. went on. Oh, no, that's yeah. a commercial. That's a- <laughs>